Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. Welcome, everybody. It is the Free Money Podcast Christmas Eve Bowl Special. I'm Matt Jones, uh, Drew Franklin, and Jay and Lyndon joining me. We decided to do one final free money for the year and make it about all the bowl games that are Christmas Day or later. So for those of you who tuned in saying, please tell me who to bet on for Memphis, Hawaii on Christmas Eve, Turn that game off and spend it with your family. But then starting Christmas Day, uh, we don't need to spend it with our families because Christmas at that point is about the NBA and about the NFL. And Drew Franklin, we will have the, I believe, the Georgia State versus somebody bowl. And that's really where our focus should be. Yeah, uh, it's it's Georgia State, Ball State. Um, I think everyone has been looking forward to this December 25th when those teams get together. And you can give me a million guesses, and I couldn't tell you what bowl it is, but that's where our focus will be tomorrow. A lot of people will say, when I think of the birth of Jesus Christ, I think about Georgia State football. And if, that, if you're one of those people, this Christmas is for you. Uh, we didn't do the first half of the bowl games, but really they all were kind of terrible, except Army beat Missouri last night or two nights ago, which was pretty good. But Jay and Lyndon has all the special bowl games. Jay will finish with the two playoff games. But right. you, you want to save that for the end. But besides that, we only have an hour. So Jay's, Jay is a very busy man. He's got to go to vinaigrette to, for his Christmas dinner. And so uh, he, he, he said we, we're going to do them in order, the important ones first, in case we run out of time. So, Jay, I guess I would say to you, Merry Christmas, and I guess you can give us our first one. Merry Christmas to you guys. I've, I've missed you guys. Um, I'm gonna, hopefully we'll help the listeners navigate the minefield of these bowl games between the transfer portal, coaching changes, COVID, COVID extra year, and sitting out for the NFL, there's a lot going on, and there's been a lot going today. Fact, Jay, which you'll like, on the drive into Vegas to pass time, I played a game of Guess the Lines with Drew, Ryan, Shannon, and Max Duffy. I would give them the game, and they had to guess what the line was. And what was fascinating is two things. One, by far, the worst person at the game was Max Duff. He, even though he played college football, I think he only won one of the games, one out of all 41 or whatever it was, he won one. And he, of course, his response to that was to go, well, wait and see after the games are over. But the game was not, what do you think is going to happen? It was guess the lines. And he may be Australian for a punter, but he is terrible at that. The winner by far, like beat second place two to one was Shannon the dude who Shannon the dude finished with like 15 and Drew was second with like eight so it was it was Shannon first Drew second Ryan third and Max last but Shannon who doesn't even watch sports absolutely crushed everybody showing that this whole thing is ridiculous I don't know that I would have guessed that Shannon would have won that. Um, I do want to make note of one more thing, Matt. Um, Since our last episode, Ohio has uh, legalized gambling. So we are literally surrounded by states that can bet, and we can't. It's ridiculous. Ohio the 33rd state to legalize it, meaning there's only 17 left, and we are one of the 17. So thank you to our uh, Republican legislature for their more for saving us from the evils of gambling 
they might be saving me from a little money because I lost a lot of money at Circa Sports on uh, Sunday, but it was an amazing place, wasn't it, Drew? It was. I also lost a lot of money, and it was. I didn't just miss every sports bet. During halftime, when I went to play blackjack, I put a hundred down and lost ten straight hands of ten dollar blackjack. So I literally lost every bet I played at that casino. Let me also say, when you do roulette, and it's and you put four hundred dollars down, and it's twenty five dollars a roll. It's very easy to lose 16 straight rolls and go back to your room, just for the record. So I just want everyone to know, if you've ever wondered if that can happen, uh, it did happen with me. So with that said, Jay, what's our first game? Let's start with the Texas Bowl. This is January 4th, LSU and Kansas State. So if we followed this, Miles Brennan, LSU's quarterback, is coming back for his sixth year. Max Johnson who was the quarterback during the regular season, is transferring to Texas A&M. I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about Kansas State, but they're favored by three and a half. Yeah, this is tough because with LSU, this is one of those who the heck knows. I'm going to take LSU because anytime a new coach is brought in, even if he's not coaching the game, which which Brian Kelly is not, players want to look good for the new coach. I know some guys are leaving, but so what? Maybe the guys behind them were better. Give me LSU over the Kansas State. Uh, what are the Kansas State? It's not the, the Wildcats. We stole Wildcats. their logo. That's right. They have they. We stole their logo. So yes, uh, I'll take LSU. Yeah, bowl games. Uh, it's always about motivation for me on which side I'm taking. I have no idea how LSU feels with. Uh, I guess Kelly will probably be there in the stands or in a suite looking down on them but I just feel like they'll be able to out athlete Kansas State being one of the more athletic teams in the SEC they could go up there and lay an egg but I'm going to take LSU to cover this is tough uh you know I did read I probably should add that LSU may have to play a wide receiver at quarterback so no, I read that point you could have added after yeah. before <laughs> so because of that I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kansas State just for the record, doing, doing research. Yeah, just for the record, that's not something you can just throw in like, oh, by the way, my grandma's playing running back. Like, you can't – that's not how it works. I did kind of gloss over that. I apologize. That's all right. I'm keeping LSU, and he's going to throw he for 300 yards. He told us about some quarterback who's transferring to Texas A&M who does, isn't even playing in this game, and yet he didn't tell us that the quarterback was actually going to be – the punter. Thanks a lot, Jet. What's next? Sugar Bowl. I actually want to watch this game. Uh, Baylor plays Ole Miss. Um, right now, this game's a pick 'em. Um, Baylor's defense is is pretty good, um, and you know, you you know, Lane Kiffin wants this, wants to keep his momentum going. Uh, like I said, this game's a pick 'em. Yeah, this is one of my favorite picks of the entire bowl season. I like Ole Miss big. Uh, you either believe in the SEC or you don't. And if you believe in the SEC, as I do, then you would take the third best team in the SEC over the best team in the Big 12. So for me, this is not even close. This is Ole Miss uh, wins by 10 points or more. Looks like Matt and I are starting with the same plan of siding with the speed of the SEC. I'm not quite as confident as him. I think it'll be a pretty good game. It's Of all the bowl games, this is probably one of the three I'm most excited about that's not a Kentucky game. But uh, I, I do think Ole Miss will win in, in a close win. And Lane Kiffin, as Matt said, will have them fired up and ready to continue all the fun they've been having since he got there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, Ole Miss as well. Um, I think it's going to be a good game, um, but I'll agree with you guys here. Next is the what is it, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. So the Rose Bowl this year features Utah against Ohio State. Ohio State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. This is Utah's first appearance in the Rose Bowl. This is Ohio State's 15th appearance in the Rose Bowl. Is it legally required that when you talk about the Rose Bowl, someone has to say it's the granddaddy of them all? I, I, I like granddaddy of them all. I mean, who says that about anything else? Why is the Rose Bowl so big anyway? I don't, I've never cared about it unless it was part of the playoff. It always involves some team that is boring. 
it's usually a Big Ten team versus Oregon State or something. I hate the Rose Bowl in a lot of ways. With that said, uh, I love Ohio State in this game. I'm going to tease this with some with two other games and win a lot of money because there is exactly negative zero thousand chance that Ohio State loses to Utah. I'll take Ohio State. I like Ohio State here too, especially if you can find it at the six and a half. It's kind of been hovering around that touchdown line. Uh, this isn't the game. You know, Ohio State's disappointed in missing the playoffs, but I think they're still eager to put on a show against Utah, and I think they're very capable of lighting up the scoreboard in this one. I also don't feel the love for the Rose Bowl. If it's on, I enjoy watching it, but I don't feel a special connection. But I do feel a special connection with Ohio State covering here. By the way, every year I, when I was a kid, I would watch all the January 1st bowls with my grandfather. And one thing was consistent. The moment the Rose Bowl came on, he would fall asleep. Go ahead, Jack. So it was the granddaddy of them all. It would put him to sleep. It was. Made my granddaddy <laughs> sleep. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State as well. I think, um, you know, that that bad loss they took at home to Oregon, this somehow, I, think, I believe Utah beat Oregon this year. So maybe it's a way for them to kind of get revenge um, on that. Next, we've got our bowl, the Citrus Bowl. Kentucky plays Iowa for the first time ever. Kentucky is a three-point favorite. You know, I didn't realize this. Iowa's coach is the longest tenured coach in major college sports. He's been the head coach at Iowa since 1998. Hayden Fry? Is it what we're – no, you mean Kirk Ferentz. Um yeah. They've only had like two coaches in 45 years or something. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I like Kentucky here, not just because it's Kentucky. I think it's a good matchup. I think if you were drawing up who you want Kentucky to play, you would pick this team because they're a lot like Kentucky. But it would be Kentucky as if Chris Rodriguez didn't play and we didn't have Wondell Robinson. So I actually think Kentucky and Iowa are basically the same team Great offensive lines, pretty good defenses. But the difference is our two best weapons, Rodriguez and Wandell, are playing, and their best wide receiver doesn't exist, and their best running back is sitting out. So for those reasons, I like Kentucky. Maybe not big, but comfortably. Uh, Non-homer pick, I also like Kentucky. The only thing I didn't want to see, obviously, uh, against Kentucky is a good passing game, and Iowa cannot throw it at all. So I feel like Kentucky's big weakness isn't going to get exposed here. My only concern is everybody's going to be too nice with this Iowa connection. We've always had someone punched in the mouth or hit with a chicken wing or James Franklin yelling and talking trash. But there's always been some kind of animosity between the two sides. I'm worried we're going to be too much, doing too much hugging before the game, and UK needs more motivation. But I still like Kentucky here to cover the spread. Can I ask you a question, Drew? Yes. Will there ever be a moment that we can tell Max's bowl story? Probably not. You don't think we can ever tell it? I mean, Stoops and company will not love it. So we're going to what we, we can't tell it, Jay. But one day you talk about granddaddy of them all. Max, in my opinion, told me the granddaddy of all UK football stories. He also told I, here's what one story he told us that I think we can say that's not the granddaddy of them all is that when we beat Virginia Tech in that bowl game, Lynn Bowden was a few days before the game, probably not going to play. And then when they got in the fight at the NASCAR track, he decided to play. So, like, he was likely to sit out. But because they got all sort of bumpy with him and tried to intimidate him at the NASCAR track, he went from deciding probably not to play to play, which I think is very interesting. Yeah, I like you know, Max, uh, you know, politely said Lynn was kind of in and out, couldn't make up his mind, didn't seem fully committed. And then the moment that guy shoved him and said whatever at the NASCAR thing, it's like he was laser focused and his eyes got red and he's sitting front row in meetings and give me the damn ball from that point forward. And that changed the outcome of the game, I'd say. So thank you for shoving Lynn Bowden at the NASCAR museum. 
pretty lucky. We've had a, a, a not many of our guys have sat over the years. I mean, some of these teams have literally seven guys not playing in the in the bowl game. So, I mean, um, Boss the only one, isn't he? I mean, that, that I can remember. Yeah. Bossman Fat is it? Yeah, I think he's the only one that I can uh, think of. And but even his was even his was before the season. No one is just like in the bowl prep stepped out. Yeah, but, but the best story. I mean, I I have like three or four stories that if I ever write a book, I want to put in. And Max's story about the bowl game last year is in. But unfortunately, I hate to go, but we're like we can't say, but we can't. But anyway, for whatever it's worth, what's your pick, Jeff? Well, I won't. I don't pick that. So we'll move to the Fiesta Bowl, which features two of the top defenses in the country. Oklahoma State takes on Notre Dame. So Notre Dame's game, first-time coach Marcus Freeman taking on Gundy. Uh, Oklahoma State's held Baylor to 62 rushing yards in the Big 12 championship. Right now, Notre Dame's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, I don't really like Mike Gundy, but – I think Oklahoma State will win this game. Uh, I think Notre Dame is kind of terrible. And Oklahoma State is pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. So I think they're good enough to get this one. I'll take Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I know they weren't all that impressive all season. Most of their games were close. They had a bad loss. But seeing that video of the team react to Freeman being named the head coach was crazy. I mean, it looked like that guy should have been the coach all along. I'm excited to see how they play for him. And for that, I'm going to take them to, to rally around the new guy. It's funny, Drew. I was going to bring that up. I, mean, I wonder if that's more they're glad to get rid of Brian Kelly or they're excited about Freeman. Um, I'm going to agree with Matt here, though. I'm going, to, I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I think they'll win this. Next, we've got the Outback Bowl which uh, features one of our nemesis, Penn State. We're, we're all big James Franklin fans. Uh, they take on Arkansas. So Arkansas has Traylon Burks, the, arguably their best player wide receiver, who's not going to play. Uh, and it was announced Penn State, uh, their quarterback, um, Sean Clifford, is coming back for his sixth year. Matt, two of Penn State's linebackers are going to be out. Uh, this spread started at Penn State favored by three. It's now a pick em. Yeah, I think Arkansas has been kind of smoking mirrors all year. I don't think they're when they've played anybody decent, they've gotten blown out. Um, so I like Penn State here. I think if uh, losing the linebackers sucks, but you can find other linebackers. Arkansas's wide receiver was their biggest playmaker. He's out. Uh, so I will take the Nittany Lions to win the uh, – what is this? The, the uh, Outback Bowl? I Outback. Think. I, I'll take uh, Penn State to win the big blooming onion in the sky. Uh, it's been four or five years since Arkansas has been in a bowl. I think they'll be excited to be there, and I, I'm not. I can't take them to win, but um, but it's a pickup. Oh, I have it written down. Oh, I have, I have the opening line written down. I'm sorry. At a pickup, yeah, I got to go Penn State. I, I apologize. I have it at four and a half. Uh, I'll take Penn State to to win the game, but I do think it'll be very close, and Arkansas will play play well. I'll make it easy. I'm going to go with Penn State there as well. Um, next, we'll go to the Arizona Bowl. This is actually the Arizona Bowl is sponsored by Barstool Sports. So this is Boise State at Central Michigan. Um, Boise State barely lost to Oklahoma. Um, Central Michigan's eight and four. Right now, Boise State's favored by eight points. Yeah, eight's a lot, but I think Boise State is a lot better than, than the Chippewas. Uh, you know, it's funny. The Barstool Sports Bowl is like the only bowl game not on ESPN or uh, ABC. What's it on? Is it on like – I don't even – I know a lot of people would take it because of the Barstool. I don't know where it ended up. Is it just on the internet? It, what, it might be. Uh, it might be the only – I think it is just game. on the internet. Yeah, I mean, just on the internet, which is kind of crazy. Um, but uh, I'm taking Boise State either way. I think they are the better team. Eight's a lot, but I feel uh, pretty good about it. 
I'm not a big bar stool stoolie guy, but I am kind of excited to see what they put together here. I know they're bringing back the Creed halftime show from Thanksgiving many years ago. That was so crazy. Is our boy Big Cat parachuting in? Is that still a plan? <laughs> I don't know. That's that is kind of funny. Was he planning on that? Yeah, I'm excited to just see all the other secondary stuff. But as for the game, I'll take Central Michigan because it's such a big spread. I think Boise will be Boise will win, but. If I can get a touchdown, I'll take it. In this you know game. what's interesting, by the way, just just so I can, I, I'm sitting here looking at the NCAA's website, mm-hmm. and on all the other bowl games, they have the sponsor, and they don't have the sponsor for that one. Yeah, they've been pretty much blacklisted with anyone that's broadcasting, anyone advertising, a lot of websites for their list of the bowls, like that one won't even put it. That's crazy. But yeah, they, they are not, the game is only on the internet. Wow. That is crazy. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I like Boise as well. Oh, I'm going to, um, did you already go? Yes. Yes. I took Central oh, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. I'm going to take Central Michigan too. This spread was nine and a half. It's eight now. Um, Central Michigan just sounds like a team that's going to show up here. Next we've got the Sun Bowl. Do you all know who the sponsor of the Sun Bowl is? Tony the Tiger. There you go. Good job. <laughs> um, so this is Washington State against Miami. Uh, th- right now, this is a pick'em. So you've got uh, the second best team by record in the Pac-12 against the fifth best ACC team. And y- your guy is going to coach Miami, right, Matt? Uh, Cristobal. So yeah, pick him here. Same theory I have about uh, LSU. I have about Miami. New coach. They're going to want to look good for the new coach, and I think he's actually coaching, which Brian Kelly is not. So, uh, so I like Miami here. Washington State. First of all, could you have two more different cultures than being in Miami and Pullman, Washington? Uh, that's. I'll take Miami. They're going to have a lot more fun for all the Frosted Flakes. I think Washington State has a new coach. He might even be coaching the bowl game, too. Um, but I have no he, idea what to expect in this game. Oh, like, I think that's the dude that was already, the, like, the assistant or something. He's got some kind of connections there. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, but yeah I guess I'll go Miami just for the name. But I, I watched very little Washington State football this season. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Miami here just as a complete guess. Do you think you've ever watched the full Washington State game? Oh, yeah. Any like getting home from a UK wouldn't be in the press box all night. It's all that's on. Definitely. Just not this season. But I bet you haven't watched the full one, have you? Oh, I probably when Leach was there, I probably saw whatever was televised. I'd come home and it'd be the only football I could watch. Oh, well, I've actually I've seen Washington State play live. Where you gave money? Um, Arizona, I was in Arizona. I was to an Arizona State game, which if you ever get a chance is one of the cooler places to go to a game. But they were actually playing. I was there for work, and we decided to go to the game. Wow. I didn't realize I was talking to two big uh, Washington State fans. But uh, So, never mind. Take away what I said. I'm taking, Washington. Washington, I'm taking Washington State here because I feel like they can get up for the, you know, it is Miami. And Miami's been bad this year. You've been bad this year. <laughs> actually, I've been bad this year. I've been terrible this year. Well, the, the next bowl is hot off the press, the Gator Bowl. Um, if you saw this just announced today, Rutgers, I mean, how disappointing is this? Wake Forest plays in the Gator Bowl, and they have to play Rutgers. Texas A&M, we saw, is not playing. The projected spread on this game is Wake Forest by 13. First of all, they're not disappointed. Now they can win. They had no chance of winning before, and now they're thir- – they went from like a seven or eight point dog to a 13 point favorite. So I think they're happy. They, I mean, when they, one of these days when they're telling people they won the Gator Bowl, no one will care that they beat Rutgers. So uh, I will say this though. I think Rutgers keeps it within 13. They've played some hard games. The ACC was terrible and Rutgers actually played a couple of these good teams close. So I don't think they'll win, but I like Rutgers to cover the 13. I mean, I'm flipping a coin here, but I'll just go Wake Forest over the excitement of getting a new opponent after thinking they were going to get their ass handed to them. But Matt's right. I mean, I could even see Rutgers taking this all the way down the wire and maybe even winning it, but I will take Wake Forest for here. 
You know, Matt, I think what I'm going to do is put a money line bet on Rutgers now. You've talked me into this. So I'm going to take Rutgers as well because um, they have to be hyped, right? They didn't even think they were going to the bowl, and now they're going to the Gator Bowl. I mean, how, how fired up? The only problem is they have gone three or four weeks without practicing at all because they probably didn't think they were playing. But but still, they're going to be hyped. I think Wake Forest will be down. So I I, I don't – what's the money line i i i might do a money line too i don't even know if they're because i the spread i got was a projected spread i just looked it up i didn't see a, I money, line a little money line uh action on on rutgers i'm looking i don't see it listed on where i do my gambling i'll tweet that out once it comes out next game las vegas bowl uh both these teams had I think you consider disappointing seasons, Arizona State and Wisconsin. Um, it seems like a weird matchup. Wisconsin's got the number one defense in America. Arizona State has two running backs out in this game. But if you, I don't know if you remember this. They played in 2013. No. In, remember it. In a, no, in, the, in a bowl game, and it was the craziest ending to a game. The, you'd have to go back and watch it, but the quarterback, instead of kneeling, set the ball down. It just sat it down, and the, the referees never reset the clock and ran out of time. It, it, it's a crazy ending. Go back and look at it. Um, Wisconsin's a seven-point favorite over Arizona State. How do you remember that, by the way? Like, what? Like Jay, do you have enough other hobbies that you remember the ends of 2013 bowl games? Uh, you know, I, as I was looking through this, I saw it was mentioned in an article, so I went and found it on YouTube. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like just like if I just told you, hey, Arizona State, Wisconsin, you'd have been like 2013 Tony the Tiger Bowl. It was one to remember. Yeah, I, I am not John Shore when it comes to that stuff, okay. for sure. All right, good. Um, huh, that's a tough spread. I like Wisconsin in this game, but seven's a lot. And they're in Vegas. I think people in Wisconsin, they don't know what to do when they get that level of fun. People in Arizona State, they party all the time. I'd say those players are in Vegas a lot, so they're going to be used to it. So give me Arizona State to come. Yeah, I mean, that drive from Wisconsin to Vegas, I mean, we did it. You know, and the team's got to go through that, all those stops. I remember how exhausted I was when I finally got there. I got to imagine those running backs are going to be gassed. I, I, for that, I got to take Arizona State here. By the way, I, you and I have never been more lame on a trip to Las Vegas. I mean, you did more than me, but like neither of us were at full capacity because, you know, if you're going to have a big time in Vegas, don't drive 2,500 <laughs> miles before you get there. I remember seeing all my friends who had just flown in and, you know, they have that energy. They're seeing the bright lights and I'm rolling in with a hangover and no sleep into Vegas. So I, I was wounded limping into town. We missed you, Jay. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I, I've been to Circa. How cool is that? I know you, I know you all talked about it on the show. Um, but I'm going to take Wisconsin. I think they're, they're they're the better team here, and with Arizona State's running backs out. Next bowl, man, this is disappointing. I thought this was going to be a great game to watch. The Peach Bowl, which is going to have Pittsburgh against Michigan State, but you got no Kenny Pickett. You have no Kenny Kenneth Walker Junior. The third playing. So this game started off Pittsburgh favored by three and a half. Right now, Michigan State's favored by two and a half. Yeah, I. I didn't know anyone could be excited about watching either of these teams play football ever. Um, but I like Michigan State big here. I think Pitt was overrated even before uh, James Plunkett decided not to play. 
And now that he's not, I'm even more confident Michigan State wins big. I was actually going to pick Pittsburgh, and then I found out approximately 44 seconds ago that Kenny Pickett's not playing. That somehow didn't come across my Pitt Panther news alert that I get. But uh, for that, with him being out, I will take Michigan State. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Michigan State as well. You know, and this is the first game this year that Pittsburgh played that where they weren't favored. They were favored in every game they played this year. So then we got the Music City Bowl, Purdue playing Tennessee. Um, I you know I don't know about this one. Um, Purdue's top uh, wide receivers out. Their best defensive backs not playing. Um, so. Tennessee is the spreads moved a little too. It started two and a half. Tennessee's favored by four and a half right now. Yeah, I like Tennessee here pretty good. I think Purdue's one of those teams that had a couple wins that they got sort of fortunate on, and now uh, they're considered better than they are. So uh, I think Tennessee by the end of the year was playing really well, and they're going to be in Nashville. So it'll be 80 to 90% Tennessee fans. So give me the Vols to cover, again, relatively easily. This is actually one of the games I'm excited to watch, even though it's the Tennessee Vols and the Music City Bowl, which I've seen too much of. But these are two teams that are going to be throwing it around. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I guess I'll take Tennessee because Josh Heupel kind of needs this to put the final stamp on a – I call it a great first year with what he had to work with. So as much as I hate it, I'll take the Vols here, but I'll be rooting for Purdue. Yeah, it, it, the, the hardest SEC team for me to cheer for is definitely Tennessee, but I really like them here. I think they'll they'll roll. I think the pace of how they play is not something Purdue's defense sees all year. So, um, next we've got the Mayo Bowl, um, and this is South Carolina against North Carolina. I don't know if you guys know this, but they have offered $10,000 to the team's charity if the winning team dumps mayo on their coach. This is, uh, this is true. I Did that. you know this? I saw that. Yeah, it was very disgusting. If I was the team, I'd do it anyway. Like, what? why wouldn't you do it? It's awesome. South Carolina's running back, um, Quandre White, is out. Sam Howell, the quarterback, we've talked about the issue for North Carolina, is expected to go pro. This will be his last game. Um, this game started North Carolina favored by seven. It's up to nine. North Carolina is a nine-point favorite. I, I think that's stupid. I like South Carolina. I actually think they could win. I might even do a money line parlay, South Carolina Rutgers. That might be one that would pay some uh, pay Jay Linden kind of money. So uh, I, I like South Carolina. I don't know if they'll win or not, but I definitely like them with nine, and I might even throw a, a few on the money line. I actually like South Carolina here a lot. I mean, they beat Florida and Auburn at the end of the year. I know those are two teams that are struggling, but I thought South Carolina was going to be trash this season. It's Heck, they're even lucky to be in a bowl, uh, played beyond their expectations. And then when I hear Sam Howell's playing, I feel like it makes me like South Carolina even more because – this guy was a Heisman candidate, and every time I've turned on the TV, he's losing. So I'm going to go with South Carolina to cover here. This will be my big disagreement. I'm going North Carolina. I just don't think South Carolina is that good uh, with their best running back out. Um, so we'll see what happens here, but I'm, I'm against you guys I'm on sorry that. Sorry, you're wrong. Next, we've got the Alamo Bowl where Bob Stoops is going to coach. Oregon against Oklahoma. Um, and, you know, and this kind of ties in uh, Oklahoma Spencer Radler transferring to South Carolina, which will be interesting next year to see um, Oklahoma's favored by four right now. It's got to be the best game in the history of the Alamo Bowl. Um, I mean, both these teams easily could have made the playoff and they end up playing for a rent-a-car. Um yeah, I don't know, man. This, this one's tough. I can see either team winning. I think it'll be a battle. Um, I think Bob Stoops coaching is a cool story. I'm going to take Oregon. It goes against my theory of the new coach comes in, but it's Brent Venables. Who cares what he thinks? 
And, uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, Oregon's got a new coach, too. So, this is – I'm pretty sure Joe Moorhead is coaching Oregon before he leaves for wherever he got a job. And I like Joe Moorhead. He almost was the offensive coordinator here. So uh, I will take Oregon, but I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable about it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to have Joe Moorhead versus Bob Stoops in this game. Uh, the Oklahoma quarterback that took over for Rattler, Caleb Williams, he looked pretty awesome once he got the reins. This might be the beginning of his, uh, his superstar in college football. He'll be a Heisman guy next year. I, I think it starts in, in this game in Oklahoma covers. Yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma. I'm gonna, the whole Bob Stoops angle sounds cool, so I, I, I kind of like that. The next game we have, man, nobody saw this one coming. Clemson playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. Um, I don't think we – this is the first time since 2014 that Clemson hadn't been in the playoffs. Um, and this will be interesting to watch because Iowa State's defense is really good. Clemson has struggled mightily this year against good defenses. Uh, Clemson's favored by one. I like Clemson big. Who who cares about Iowa State? They suck. Um, I, I don't know, know why. I, I mean, I know Clemson has struggled this year, but just like the one game where I said, come on, it's Clemson. That was against Wake. I was like, it's Clemson and they're Wake. I feel the same way about this. They'll play well in the bowl game. It's really a kickoff for them for next year. Uh, they lose both their coordinators, so there's a lot of chance to show yourself to new guys. Give me Clemson. I'm taking Iowa State. Uh, let's just put Dabo out of his misery in the Cheez-It Bowl. Let's, let's, the, year, the year he thought he was going to be in the championship, he's going to lose in the Cheez-It Bowl to Iowa State. Um, really, the coordinators that left, I think, are, are all Dabo's coaching, so he's going to do it alone. I, I like Iowa State here. I'm going to take Clemson, um, and I think also I'm going to take the under and tease it up. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. I really think Iowa State's going to have trouble scoring at all against Clemson's defense. Um, so we'll see what happens. Next is the Pinstripe Bowl. Maryland, I'm glad we don't play in any of these bowls. Uh, Maryland plays Virginia Tech. This has been a big move on the spread. It started off Virginia Tech minus one-and-a-half. It's Maryland favored by three and a half now. I think I'm right here. I think Virginia Tech has 10 players sitting out of this game. I didn't know that. Uh, And they let uh, Fuentes go or whatever his name is, Justin Fuente. Well, they also have a new head. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Who's their new coach? Like, I don't know who's coaching the ball. Yeah. I'll just take Maryland. I don't know. When I went to Blacksburg, these two teams were playing basketball, Drew. You remember that? The toilet oh, broke. Well. And uh, the Virginia Tech dance team, we hung out with them the whole time, and I just wanted one of them to talk to us, and none of them did, and I've always resented them for it. So uh, I'll take Maryland. I was also the game where the bathrooms broke, and the arena encouraged people to go pee outside on the side of the building. That, that was weird. That's what uh, I just said. In game. Yeah, I, I didn't know you mentioned the peeing on the side of the building. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I, we, I, we, I didn't pee on the side of the building. I would never do that. They literally uh, you know, told us to. They let us come back in. Yeah, but remember that Maryland had that one guy, the the Hispanic player that was so good. He lit him up that night. Uh, what was his name? The yeah, basketball I'm, player. I'm looking right at him. Uh, What's his name, Jay? The, the Hispanic guy for, Mar- for Maryland that was really good. I almost said Jose Maria Otavo, but that's not it. No, and it wasn't. No. It was ha. This is gonna drive me insane. It starts Grievous, with an, it starts a v Vasquez, Grievous Vasquez. Yeah, that's, that's it. What I that's said, it. I, Grievous Vasquez. Listen to Drew after I said it, acted like he said it. It goes in and out. I couldn't hear you. Oh, Grievous Vasquez. That's right. Anyway, all right, go ahead, Jack. You know they should bring back Bud Foster to coach for Virginia Tech. That would be a story, wouldn't it? We could hear all that stuff again. Uh, you know, two his brothers set the completion record this year, Maryland. Uh, I'm going to take Maryland here. I actually, I, with all those players, I don't think I'm going to bet that game for sure. Next, we've got the Fenway Bowl. I don't think I Virginia. picked there, but I'll go Maryland. Okay, Drew Nolan, Maryland. Next game's the Fenway Bowl. Sorry about that, Drew. Um, Virginia plays SMU. 
Virginia, who's had I th- they're like I think number two or number three in passing offense, is favored by two right now. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I haven't watched either of these teams play. I don't even remember the last time I watched SMU do anything at all. Um, maybe I watched that documentary about them cheating. But um, I'll take SMU. I feel like SMU has never been to Fenway, so it's going to make them excited to be there. Virginia's got a bunch of rich kids, so they've probably all been there a bunch and had chowder. And I think SMU is going to be more excited about the trip. So give me the uh, Southern Methodist. Uh, whoever wins the toss and picks their side of the field will have the advantage with the big green monster standing in the way there. I think SMU will be the team, uh, like Matt, that gets the edge here. These are two good offenses, by the way. High-scoring game. Yeah, I feel like somebody for SMU is sitting out, but I don't remember who. And this is Bronco Mendenhall's last game coaching. Mm. So because of that, I'm going to go with Virginia. What's your favorite Bronco Mendenhall memory? There's so many. It's hard to choose. Yeah, well, the only thing I remember is they were playing Notre Dame and they should have won, and then they lost, and that one guy laid on the brick. And they always show it anytime something bad happens. That's my Virginia football memory. You know, I just pulled him up on my phone, and his children's name, my, you're going to love this, Matt, Breaker Mendenhall, Raider cool. Mendenhall, and Cutter Mendenhall. Cutter? Um, I think he did, what, Breaker, Cutter, and what was the other one? Raider. Dude, does he only watch The Office to get the name so he can go Breaker, <laughs> Cutter? I, can I read you the first sentence on his Wikipedia page? Yes. Mendenhall is known for his earned, not given motto. Oh, stop it. Right here. Dude, this guy, I bet, is a huge cheese ball. Now, I'm even more confident in my SMU pick. Although, I would. (laughs) He's either a huge cheese ball or really funny. And I'm not sure which one it is. I'm going to go cheese ball and take SMU. I'm also going to see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Virginia. Next, we've got the guaranteed rate bowl. <laughs> so stupid. These two teams have never met. West Virginia plays Minnesota. Minnesota has the second best defense in the Big Ten. They are favored by four. Well, thank God. Um, I'm going to take Minnesota. I bet on Neil Brown all year. I lost money all year. When I see Neil Brown, he always comes to the bar during basketball season. When I see him, I'm going to make him pay double because of how much money he lost for me this year. So I'm taking Minnesota uh, to, to beat West Virginia and to uh, I'm not losing any more money on the on the Mountaineers. I just found this interesting, you know, in all 40, whatever of these games, the line has moved some quite a bit, but in the guaranteed rate bowl, the line has stayed the same. It's like we've gotten a guaranteed rate on this Minnesota line. But I, I'm going to flip it and go against uh, Matt's pick and take Neil Brown because another fun fact, Neil Brown is 4-0 and in bowl games. Hmm, that is interesting. You know, I want to cheer for Neil Brown, so I'm going to take it. And Matt, he lost me some money this year too. But uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to go with Drew here and take West Virginia. Next, we've got the Holiday Bowl at Petco Park. NC State against UCLA. Um, I'll tell you what, take the over in this game. It's 56. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points scored. NC State's favored by one. Yeah, I like NC State here for no real reason than uh, I've seen them play twice and I haven't watched UCLA play. And I like to cheer for things I've seen. So I will take NC State to beat. I, I like how you told us it was at Petco Park. This is the only game you've also given us the location, which I feel like was very nice of you. So uh, I'm going to take NC State. Yeah, NC State was, you know, almost in the ACC championship. I think they're bummed about that. And this is their one way to really put a final good ending on their season since they missed that opportunity. Uh, 
UCLA, pretty good run attack, but I, I'll I'll take the Wolf Pack here. All right, we're gonna do one, do yours, Jay, and then we're gonna do one more before we do a break in the playoff. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take UCLA. I just think the ACC is terrible this year, so just because of that, I'm gonna take UCLA. You said go ahead and do one more, right? One more, Liberty Bowl, and Matt, this is Memorial Stadium in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, well, great. Um, We've got Mike Leach playing his old team, Texas Tech against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's favored by nine and a half right now. Yeah, I like Mississippi State to win, but I don't like the nine and a half. That's a lot. I think for this game will end up being close, even though I like Mississippi State to win. So I will take Texas Tech to cover. Same logic for me. Uh, this is going to be a fun game to watch. They're going to be slinging it everywhere. Uh, I think Will Rogers and Mississippi State win, but that's that's just too many points with Texas Tech probably being able to keep up the whole way. So I'll take uh, Mississippi State wins, Texas Tech covers. I'm going to take Texas Tech as well. I think this is a perfect game to tease to 15 and a half. Um, the over-under here is 60 and a half, and I would, I would look at that as well. All right, so it's time for our last restaurant of the year. Uh, you know, we have, we have given you many good places to eat in Louisville. Well, we, by we, I mean, uh, Jay, Jay, what is the restaurant that someone can sustain themselves throughout 2022 until next fall eating? I'm actually going to this place next week. Matt, have you ever been to game in Louisville? I have been to game. It's good. It's not far from where I live. Lots of meat. They have more meat than you could ever want. I think that's a good call on your part. I will recommend the Wild Boar Burger. It is awesome. Um, and the Alpaca Meatballs. But also they have some vegetarian burgers that are really good too, if you're into that. Well, I like, I like meat. It's very much a manly place. It's kind of a J place. You go in there. And they, like they give you like a rifle when you get in and like they tell you when you walk in the door, no vaxes here. Uh, it's, it's your kind of place. So I'm with you on meat. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. First responder bowl at Gerald Ford. No, we, no I said we have to do the playoff games. Now, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I messed up. Yeah, we don't want to pick the Louisville game anyway. Louisville game. No, I'm picking Air Force. Go Air Force. Go Air yeah. Force. Louisville's 91st against or yards per carry their defense. It's terrible. Do you want to do the Georgia Michigan? Yeah, we'll do Georgia Michigan first. Michigan's covered in 11 of 13 games this year. They play Georgia in the first round of the playoffs. My favorite stat that I made up, Kentucky scored 30% of the offensive touchdowns this year during the regular season against Georgia. 30% of So when you say you made it up, is that true or you just that made is, it That up? one is true. I did make that up. You know, I know somebody else wants to take credit, but I put that together. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's not what made up means. Made up means like, you know, you fabricated it. I didn't fabricate it. All right, well, good. I hope a made-up stat would this, be like Georgia's undefeated when they stay at a Marriott property. Gotcha. <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> it's there, and this is held steady. This is there. Georgia's seven and a half. Uh, Overrunners forty-five. Yeah, I'm surprised at that spread. I mean, I think Georgia's better, but I think this game's going to come down to the end. Georgia doesn't put up enough points to blow teams out. Well, they blow some teams out, but to blow good teams out. I like Michigan to cover. I don't know if they win, although I think they could, but I do like Michigan to cover the seven and a half. I really want to take Georgia here because I think they're uh, pissed off and clearly a better team, but everything I've seen that quarterback situations up in the air, I think JT Daniels right now is still iffy Stetson Bennett, you know, kind of fell apart at the end of the season. I just can't give up that many points when I don't really know how the offense is going to look, but Michigan won't do much scoring. And I'm taking Georgia. I feel like Michigan is just happy to get there. And I think Georgia is going to play mad. I wouldn't want to play Georgia in the first round. Um, so I'm going to take Georgia. If Georgia gets some decent QB play, they'll kill him. I think JT Daniels is out, though, with COVID. Yeah. 
Next, we've got Alabama, who just, you know, here they are again, playing Cincinnati. The Bearcats are the number two pass defense, the number three in red zone defense, number four in scoring defense. But does any of that matter? Alabama's favored by 13 and a half. I'll take Alabama by 47. I mean, I, I'm not saying it would it'd be crazy for Cincinnati to be in this game, but they're not going to be in this game. So Alabama by – it could have gone up to 20, and I'd have probably taken them. I certainly take them at 13 and a half. I mean, Cincinnati almost beat Georgia last year in the Peach Bowl, and that's, that's Georgia. They proved they can play. But I still think they're going to line up and, pardon my French, shit their pants when they see Nick Saban in Alabama, and Alabama is going to absolutely destroy them. So I am also taking Alabama. Here's a stat I dug up. The over is 0-9 when Alabama was over in their last game. So I think that means Cincinnati is going to get shut out here. So take the under, take Alabama an odd stat but uh but i like it so uh, we all take alabama and two of the three of us take michigan against georgia well i've enjoyed doing this with you guys all year it's been a lot of fun i've learned where to eat i've learned how to bet i've learned how to be friends and uh it's been wonderful throughout the year i wish you all you both a merry christmas a happy new year and uh we will see i will see drew at least at the uh at the Citrus Bowl. Are you going, Jay, to the Citrus Bowl? I am not, but I believe I'm going to the SEC tournament this year in Tampa. So I'm, I'm kind of okay. stoked for that. We will certainly be there as well. I'm already like having to round up my friends. I have a couple of my friends going, oh, Tampa's far. I'm like, you've been in your house for two straight years. Get in the car and go to Tampa. So, but we'll see. Well, thank all of you listeners. As always, we enjoy doing this. This is what the this is where the cream of the crop of the KSR listenership is. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great holiday, and we will see you next year. This has been the freest of money. Go cats. Merry Christmas. Go cats. Thank you, boys. Everybody's got a price.